0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mastermind.fm. Today, we'll be talking about Debitum, and we have the CEO, Henrys, with us, who will uh, just, I'm I'm going to invite him to just go ahead and intro himself, and then we'll dive straight into the platform.
1: Yeah, hello, everyone. So I'm Henrys, I'm uh, currently the CEO and also co-shareholder of Debitum. Uh, I how, I joined Debitum just last year, and then since then, a lot of things have changed, and I guess we're going to discuss them step
0: by step. Yes, uh, so let's start from there, because plat- uh, Debitum is not a new platform as such, but it's very different, perhaps, from what it was a few years ago. And I think that's the first thing we should address, because I know I had written about Debitum before, and, you know... Uh, People have read my articles, they have commented. And today I think I also I had also updated my content recently. And we should also update our listeners and readers on what's new at Debitum. How different what happened, first of all, with the change of ownership, and how this platform is different from the previous platform.
1: Right. Okay. So uh, I joined Debitum just last year, but I know a bit of history before I joined. Also, read read, read articles, uh, so I was uh, informed, and I asked the question. So, um, more than five years ago, I think six, six or seven years ago, there was idea to create a network which is consist of platforms, brokerages, SMEs. Credit score as you know what, what you name it. This was the project uh, they raised money using uh, cryptocurrency, and then, uh, then though they tried to build these uh, separate businesses, and uh, for some reason the the project didn't went as planned, and and they managed uh, from this network part they just created the platform, which is again registered as separate company. not this this the one that that raised the coins. It's like different. Uh, like different entity uh, registered two years later, approximately. And uh, and they their initial model was just to work as P2P platform, but focusing only on SME, on SME parts. So small and medium enterprise, no consumer loans, no some projects, but just re- refinancing, um, usually factoring companies. And then uh, two years later, they, they applied for the license. And this is also why I joined because I, before I was working for also a company in latvia that was in the process of applying the license and then i worked for a debt collection company and credit risk scoring company for businesses that had license a different one but you know so i knew like both parts, both this uh p2p part and then the actually the credit scoring of the businesses part so it actually made sense for me to 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 jump back in in the peer-to-peer uh segment and uh so yeah and then once we have the license, things, of course, needed to change. Um, and uh, we are now issuing, uh, we don't offer investments in business loans as such, but we offer investments in financial instruments that are backed by collateral. And usually it is a form of business loans still or, or some unpaid invoices or something else. So it can, but... Uh, and and we what we have kept is that we still serve only small and medium enterprises. We don't work with consumers or or with uh, and again when I say businesses, people usually think of uh, at least here in Latvia. They say, oh, businesses. So you're like crowd the state or crowd or, you know all these that fund projects. No, no, we don't fund any business projects. This is we don't do it at all. We fund actual business that work that have invested their own capital already. Let's say they are given our own loans or bought invoices for their own money, and then they refinance this part. We don't give like money to business and then no game. Go make your idea to work and you know and let's see whether it works. So no, we yeah. we only refinance. This is I think the most that we want to stress. We don't work with consumers and then and we don't fund ideas or projects. We only the existing businesses. And this is actually where my experience from this debt collection and credit uh, worthiness company comes in because it's very easy for the, uh, since there is no GDPR with the companies, we can easily, get, like we sign up obviously NDAs and stuff, but you can easily get the data and you can plug in the numbers because the interest rates you know, are much higher than in a bank, obviously, right? Uh, in the platform. So we can see whether they can afford to use this money and fund their business model and their business model is quite simple, right? They either lend money or or buy something and then we see whether this interest rate supports it or not and then we yeah, make I decision decision uh, to work mm, or not. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a good intro and I do want to get into the the weeds with what you offer exactly and how it differs from the competition. But before we do that, what I find yeah, interesting... Yeah, I guess still
1: about the ownership. Yeah, I forgot. Yes. Yeah, sorry. You know, because I different... know
0: I know the the readers and listeners will, will then tell me oh he didn't you skipped over it <laughs> yeah yeah but, I'm sorry what, I apologize, what, this is what's but... what's interesting for me is that you came from outside the company if, if my understanding is correct you were working in the same or similar sector also in Latvia so I guess you knew about debitum and other companies because you know Latvia is a small country so. You're working in the same interest industry and you are attracted to join this new venture, this opportunity. Yes. Which means that you saw you saw it in a positive light. At least what the future held was positive enough for you to join. Because if not, you wouldn't have joined. Why would you associate with yourself with something that doesn't have a good future, doesn't have a good reputation? So I'd love to know where you came from before what you were doing before and your expertise and what attracted you also to the project and please also give us as much detail as you can about the problems perhaps and how it was turned around i think that's also very interesting okay yeah sure so i I
1: feel there are two questions so one is about my, my experience before and then I will finish about the change of ownership because uh-huh. we didn't answer that so uh, regarding my side so yes before i worked in the company that doesn't have quite a good reputation at the moment it was called do finance and now it's rebranded to nectaro uh luckily for me and for my colleagues uh, we left the company like more than one year uh, before they started doing not so uh, i would say transparent things uh so i don't attribute myself to these things and actually this is the reason why me and my my colleagues were uh, were that we left or we made to leave because we disagreed about the new like policies of the management uh, before that i worked in uh in a living group it's one of the biggest um uh, car leasing non-bank car leasing companies they're also represented on mintos they actually are also doing bonds and and, and you know so i worked directly with the shareholders of, of them uh, of the, of the company so and they uh, you know they are very big uh, they have a portfolio of many companies also some finance you know like big the biggest one so it was a very good for me to learn how you how to think if you want to grow the business what's important what are you know these reporting standards uh, as as I was uh, in charge there of, for business intelligence so we were building the data warehouse and and all the reports everything you know online on spot that and you know when I know what these guys you know the top owners of the company were looking for also that you know uh, I we need this you know yearly every day in the morning you know so this helped me a lot so uh, and before that I worked actually in IT company which specialized in this actually this uh, business intelligence and data warehouse so this 11 was my client then they brought me over so he worked again, still
0: mm-hmm. with the same right.
1: company. And then uh, afterwards sense. I joined this um, do finance uh, and, and the lenders and uh, yeah. So then the, your question, so why I decided to join. So this is, well, at first I didn't want, since I was working with the consumers previously in the company that issues consumer loans. And I saw that uh, when I asked, when I joined this consumer loan company, also there were some ethical standards in place. But you know, once the business wants to start uh, uh, making money, somehow these standards, you know, decrease, 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 and I didn't find it comfortable because uh, I want to work for a business that makes positive impact. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, uh, I'm smart, don't want to sound arrogant, but I'm smart enough to find a job where I, when I do, it's, it's helping somebody, or at least I'm feeling good about what I'm doing rather than hurting someone. So. This is, uh, and since Debitum is not working with consumers, this is my, my only constraint that I will not work, will come if you do anything with consumers. This is out of the question. And second was that they are applying for this license because then it means it's a serious company uh, and it's, and we can actually start offering more products. This is what I liked uh, when I worked for Do Finance because they wanted just to grow, you know, their portfolio of consumer lending and that's it. And And well, here in Debitum, we actually are thinking to, have more and more products. I cannot tell you now exactly which one because it's a you know it's first come first serve. So we are like discussing as additional partners how we're gonna do it. So, but there are like other things that we could offer companies or employees of the companies as a services. So this was also a very important thing. And uh, second, as I said, uh, since I worked for this credit institutional, uh, credit reform, which is like a you know big brand from Germany, and they were servicing also clients that are uh companies and also checking that they had internal scoring is the company good or bad when they will repay so actually this made very easy sense for me so I understand like what has to be in agreements I know like when it's easy to get money back from the company and when you can forget it like what what's in the so all this combined plus you know I can actually do something that I want because I really wanted uh, in this do finance also to have some products and some new things uh this made me uh, to join and uh, at first i joined the previous owner of debitum right as a as a just as a ceo and then uh once uh, the previous owner decided to sell the company because he wants to focus on other businesses where he see there's huge potential uh i said so i could not afford to buy it myself alone because it's very expensive because this has license you know track record and everything uh, so it's it's very lucky that uh, together with the ex-owner we found like the buyers and and then uh, I said that I will stay only if I also can buy the shares and this is also the question I get I actually paid real money for this, so it's not they didn't give me as gift or something no actually I paid I sold some apartment uh, two, 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 2 room apartment uh, got the money bought bought the, bought the shares and uh, one an, another important thing is that you know when you change ownership in the platforms. It has been in the past it's like uh it means it will go down it's like a scam you know the owner is getting rid of it and there's you know nothing uh i hope uh, we we did everything to prove that it's it's not like this and i think the one way how we did it is that we immediately once it was finalized we increased share capital more than twice so now it's seven hundred fifty thousand euros so we again me and other guys we paid in with the real cash uh into a bank account so we have we can now apply for all these additional licenses for the products we want to do on top like of the current product so nobody who does a scam pays in you know 400 euros right so i think this 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 has to be covered in that sense
0: yeah yeah that's that's i think that's very helpful and transparent about uh, how the process went I yeah, maybe question. I will just add like so. Yeah. So
1: other other owners like there are two more, two more people, uh, and then one is from uh, with M and A experience. So he has worked for like for sixteen years in majors and acquisitions. So he knows a lot of uh, a lot of people and, and how to organize the business, how to evaluate the business because this is still important for us when we onboard the new client, understand their business model, how much it is worth, whether you know. All this part. and the second one uh, has been a CFO in uh, one of the largest banks in Latvia. He has worked also in in uh, in um, governmental institutions uh, uh, so he knows this this regulatory part and, and both you know the direct uh, financing part of re- um, of the in- you know regulated institution, which is again important because you know we got the license but then we started offer the licensed product. so you, you must have this ex- expertise as well. Uh, and like and and how correct strategy because of course I I as a CEO and you know we are discussing so I I represent more the sales part investors part so it's you know the products part all this but but you know this technical guy uh strategy is more done by the other guys and
0: mm-hmm. yeah this is the so if one were to look, look to at make. if one were to look at the website which I find really clean and well designed so congratulations. On that part I really like it, and this is me coming from uh, a web development agency, and, and just my whole career has been in web development. so. I guess. Thank you. some extra weight. Well,
1: <laughs> just one. Just some notice. Uh, we are updating it slowly, so there will uh-huh. be more changes coming. So I will look a, a little bit different, because uh-huh. uh, this this process of changing ownership for a regulated company it took like a lot. It like nine months or something because mm-hmm. they check whether I'm not criminal, whether the money is okay from my side for the other guys. Why why Martin was selling? So it took long time, and uh, since we uh, since we are leaving this this this. Uh, because, you know, since we have this uh, Debitum.network, sometimes people connect us with this, uh, you know, coin uh, or, or, or this yeah. token thing that was, you know, six years ago. So also we are uh, leaving this with Martin. So I think within like a couple of weeks, we will move to new domain name. It will be Debitum.investments so that we are completely out. You know, that we This is like the final process of this transition. We just cannot do everything in a single day. So, and, you know, it took like already nine months. Uh, and then... Um, you know, we want to you know work as fast as possible, so we're doing everything step by step.
0: Yes, and that was also one of the questions I'm coming at. But let's, let's do with that. Why did you not change the name?
1: In general, uh, the the just shareholders like the name. I mean, Debitum. It's it's uh, actually it's it's good for what we are doing, and uh, we actually had found a different name. Mm-hmm. We had like huge discussions. Should we change? Or not. We found a different name, but once we found it, somebody had bought it. Like we could not get the domain again. Yeah. So we like like you know spent two months checking all the names, thinking somebody had bought it, and then we said okay, let's stick with debitum because somebody already in knows by debitum. So we don't want to do this, but we'll just leave from this network thing. We will go then, you know. investments, because also this is, uh, in this way, we also says that we are investment platform. We don't give loans ourselves to anyone. So this is just like Airbnb, just, but for finances. Investors yeah. and companies, not the other side. Uh, regarding the companies, if I may quickly add us, uh, Debitum is a marketplace. 90% of the portfolio is for the third part that are not connected to Debitum at all. We have just one company that is connected to all of us. Uh, it's called Sandbox Funding, and it's, it's me and those two, two other guys. So it's, uh, And we like don't hide it. We market it. And, and there's like uh, one big reason why we created it is that uh, since we are regulated, it's like very tough also to onboard new partners because there's a lot of information required from the regulator, and it takes like six months. And that sometimes is not too much for the small and medium companies or sometimes the companies need very little amounts let's say hundred thousand or fifty thousand or two and again then it doesn't make sense to go all this paperwork so with sandbox funding we can uh, solve the, both these issues if it's like a good company but they need just 100k then we can give again our men our money first uh, we have we do the, all the scoring as i said we have experience how to do that and then we can put it straight to the platform there's no hassle or When we when we see there will be new loaners or like potential, again, in order not for them to wait all these six months, we can again give our own money. Doing this, we can actually test whether they pay on time interest rates. Do they send reports? It's actually quite good in that sense as well, before they we, you know, waste time onboarding them. So and actually we'll soon have the first graduate of sandbox funding. So I think again, we need to agree with regulator, but I think it's one or two months. I think at the end of the year, we should have it. So, so it, yeah, this is the reason. But again, this is just a, a tool how Debitum can work. It's not uh, meant as regular lending business. It's just a tool how we can mm-hmm. make sure Debitum can work as a company. But most of okay. it, it's still like not related to us.
0: Okay. Um, just to finish off on that uh, section about who you are and what changed all that, if people who are listening uh, would, or are reading my review uh, go to the About page, I think you can uh, see... Some good information there, some of which we have already mentioned, some values as well. And uh, then do you have the profiles of the top people at the company? Are the other shareholders also listed in that page?
1: Not yet. Uh, as I said, we are still upgrading a bit, mm-hmm. so there will be listed. So currently it's all the, the old. Okay. I would say. Kind of old team, but actually it's not so old. Because, uh, when I came, since so I came last year, so since that point when I joined, nobody uh, uh, has you know we have changed whole team. Everybody is new, uh, and this is not because they were bad employees or something. It's just because uh, some of them had connection to to previous owner, so they went to work in for uh, for for other his companies, and then uh, and then some employees you know they just. Uh, We needed either their profile didn't fit or they wanted to grow, but we didn't have room. So actually some of them actually have joined our loan originators, Uh, actually three people from the team has joined our loan originator side. So we still work with them, but just on different uh, terms. And I think this is actually, again, very good example and and we are like very happy. It shows that we have quite good loan originators if you want, because, you know, we know all the information that we know more information that the investors do because they need to send us all information, you know, all the checks. So, And if I, knowing this one to work there, it means it's quite a good company. So we are pretty, pretty happy about uh, that.
0: Good. So what, what my main question was, is anyone trying to hide or is everybody on board with like being public and, uh, you know, sharing their LinkedIn profiles, which I'm seeing here? So I think this is important as an investor, especially given the history of P2P lending. As investors, we we look and tell people to look at who the owners are, who the management is, because there have been bad examples of uh, platforms where, perhaps also as the fault of the investor for not looking into who the owners were, you know, attended badly. So it's it's good. It's good to... Yes,
1: so so we had actually two weeks ago we had this uh, open doors day,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: that when we introduced the new team, the new owners we had here in our office uh, event, uh, we made photos so they will be uploaded to the Excellent. platform about also shortly. But since we are regulated, you actually can see all the owners and and since we are regulated, trust me, the owners are all they are checked very thoroughly, mm-hmm. every euro like how it was made, what is the business plan, everything this was checked so
0: good I'm asking not- maybe some obvious questions but I think it's very important for the prospective investor to make to make sure that this is all legit you know and what I like on the website actually I have a clever twist on KYC you say know your company when it's usually know your customer so it's always about us typically about the investor put in your passport whatever you know and uh, so I think as investors, maybe we always trusted, or many times we trusted the platform. But here you're you're twisting it yourself and saying no, your company, we're open to telling you who we are, what we do, what we stand for, which I think is really nice to see. Thank you. Yeah, and
1: uh, if anyone of you who's watching is in Riga, feel free to drop by. Our address is like a real address, it's registered. We are all here, and so yeah, we're happy Great. to We even upload the uploaded,
0: the license i assume this is the real photo of the license i hope yes it was a big (laughs) uh,
1: big step Uh, it it didn't came easy we are actually the first like the license we four companies got in the same time we mintos twino and we invest but we are the first ones to actually launch the new product under the license so we are ahead of of time on that sense so that's with also proud okay so So again interesting time
0: Yes. And a great uh, segue into, I I want to get to the products and what you offer and to talk about those. But before we transition to that, I want to talk about the license and how you differ from other platforms, because P2P is still fairly new, at least the platforms, the online platforms. And, you know, there was unregulated, it's all the wild west. And then we started wanting to regulate, but then there wasn't the right framework. And now we seem to have Everything in place. It just takes long to to get regulated, maybe. But this is also a good thing sometimes because things are done properly. So, could you tell us uh, what what does regulation involve involve for you? And uh, you know, why do you how do you think you differ from other platforms? Not only in regulation, but you know, in in general with regards to safety. I know you have a dedicated page for listeners as well. You can go to Protection Plus which is a whole page dedicated to like how the platform protects you as an investor and the the way they structure the investments. But I also want to talk about regulation and what that means and how you differ from other platforms.
1: Yeah, so I guess let's start with comparing uh, regulated platforms at first. I think that will make more sense. So uh, as I said, there are now six platforms regulated, so Mintos, we, know we invest us, Nectaro, and uh, in Indemo. Um, and uh, how we differ is that uh, m- most of the other platforms, they use notes as investments. So still you can invest in single loan, usually consumer loan. Nothing changed in that sense. For us, we are uh, providing financial instrument called A- ABS, or Asset back Security, which is almost the same as bond. So it's like obligation, and it's like and it's secured bond. So, secured bond. So it it must be secured by some real thing. It can be, as I said, some receivables, some uh, I don't know, mortgage, some some claim on some rights, but it, it has to be you know secured by something, and there has to be minimum five things that it's secured by. So as you if you go to our webpage, you see you like there's this some number, so it's five or more. Sometimes for you know for for for. Uh, Evergreen or client or flex IDV sometimes have hundreds on this one thing. So if you invest, let's say, 10 euros, just what is minimum investment, it's divided by these, it's backed by all these many. So it's not just one. But I think this is the difference. And um, if we compare regulated platforms. And of course, the other difference is, that, as I said, they are, we work with the small and medium enterprises. Uh, we don't work with consumers. We don't work directly with just projects or real estate as such. We do have some company that works in real estate that founds it, right? And there is collateral real estate things, and and uh, we have not up- updated our webpage so you can see the pictures to easily understand it. Yeah, but uh, but uh, but yeah, the 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 principle stays the same that we don't found specific you know industry or thing. We just work with the uh, companies. So I think that's the the difference. And regarding this, what regulation does just for you as investor? So as you said in this protection plus, you can read. But uh, so just I will basically explain. So we see there's three levels, and the regulation actually helps us with this first base level, which is the US debitum, right? So you can you as investor trust us. This is what we wanted to clear, and we believe that the regulation is the one. Say, hey, they are audited multiple times by year. Must be, there There should be legit, right? And what else, since Debitum also was not a um, licensed platform as all other, right? Because it started, you know, this couple of years ago, this license came into force. Uh, Then um, what is the difference is that uh, all platforms, including Debitum, including Mintus before license, of course, keeps investor money in separate account. All normal platforms does it. Doesn't matter regulated or not. But with, regulation, but with regulation, what happens is that actually uh, by the law, this money is segregated because for those platforms that, it's, that they don't, don't have this uh, brokerage license, if something happens to the platform, the bailiff will just come and see, oh, there's a lot of money. They don't care if it's your money or other, they just see no, you don't have any legal protection. It's your bank account. So we just take. And we pay all the debts from also investors' money. So I think this is what for us and Mintos and all other platforms, this is what actually, and for you especially, right, helps you that, you know, this money will not be touched by anything. This is just your money. And even if we are, let's say, a scam in the end, right, or Minta's or whoever, then there is also this guarantee from the state that they will, you know, recover these funds and repay you up to up to 20,000, right, so.
0: And uh, one question about regulation, when we talk about that, I know the certificate, for example, you showed is in, in Latvian, I imagine. Uh, are we talking about European-wide regulation or just each country implementing their own? And what I mean by this, some unfortunately, and also sometimes it's, it makes a bit of sense because of history, some countries, maybe some investors would say, "Oh, this is from Latvia. This is from Estonia. This platform." So we trust it less or more. Is this new regulation meant to provide the same level of scrutiny European wide, or can we, talk yes. about, well, can so, we still so talk the... about differences with, between countries?
1: No. So, so the regulation is MiFID 2 It's European Union regulation. It's it's so in each country there's different body who reg, like do does the inspection, but the regulation is EU wide, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, for you. So it's completely it's the same. Basically, what I at least the license we mean to you know all these companies we have yeah. it's actually a brokerage license. It means we are like like interactive brokers or so trading two one two. You know we are just invest like real investment platform, and this is like regulation for investment platforms. The, the the things that we offer you know custom products because they offer you know investing in apple stock and google stuff and you know well we offer investments in like specific uh, you know the tailor the companies that we found you know find and then 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 support by refinancing them but but the regulation is the same as for normal platforms so yeah
0: okay great um i'm asking because you know the history of p2p lending there were some countries where there were probably more platforms than other obviously but also we had a lot of scams coming from particular countries and I see some investors being scared to invest in a platform just because it's from this country or not so I think this regulation also helps from that aspect that listen it's a uh, European wide the standards are not lower in one country than another it's the same thing so this is a good yeah and aspect. yeah this is one, and as I said,
1: we just paid in 400,000 euros. So I think normal, are we doing scum very wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, this should be fine. So
0: yeah, okay. yeah no,
1: no, and this is actually the reason why we wanted to have the license, because as you said, there is this, uh, record of, of, you know, especially in Estonia, mm-hmm. there has been a lot of the platforms going down. The group here was the biggest one. Yes. Uh, and Kudzal, right. So, so yeah, this is, we want to make sure that there is no questions asked about this and then yeah
0: I think we've covered quite you've been quite honest with uh, the answers there I don't know if you wanted to mention anything else with regard to who you are the history on that
1: yeah so again also I think I want to mention just one thing how we how we also again differ from other companies is that uh, since we work with the businesses you know businesses are, are usually run by smart people and They always look for cheaper funding. Always. So and since we are marketplace, it means that the loan tend to change a lot because when the investors come, they say, Oh, but you only have three or four, like why it's so little. Is is the platform going bad? And the answer is no, it's it's normal process because historically we have what 17 in the last five years. Just the companies come work with us. You know, they work with for one year or two years, depends. They pay everything on time. The bank sees that, oh my God, this is a good company. They pay the, stop this debitum. Come for us with, you know, twice as cheap. Sometimes three times as cheaper. And that, and they leave. So like, I will just give you a quick example. So we had a company called Debit4, which was a factoring company. So they were bought by, by, by factories, uh, like a large Netherlands company, like in like, uh, many, many countries. So they just repaid everything immediately. You know, they made the sale, you know, within one month, paid everything, they are gone. We had a company called Micro Capital. Also, they worked with us for, I think, one and a half years. Now they listed the bonds in Luxembourg for 100 million euros. Of course, they repay us. Yeah. And, and this is this is actually our struggle. So, and, and of course, we try to always find, you know, these companies that are very close to being bankable, but for some reason, they are not there. You know, something is, you know, either bank doesn't understand their product or something. And it means that since they are so close, it's very easy for them to take this next step and go to the bank. And, and this is actually why As I said, we are increasing the share capital to offer some more products because we want, you know, to also expand in other directions to make sure that we are, you know, profitable and, you know, keep growing and offer some sense. So the companies maybe either don't leave or if they leave, you know, then there's something else we can work with.
0: But this is the, so
1: don't be scared that we have very little and also that uh, we don't have, you know, if you go to. Other platforms, you see, you know, many uh, pages of lists of loans, you know, 20, 30, 50. And and with us, you have one or two maybe. And also this is the purpose because I said we have under one, this line, we have a lot of loans or, or some collateral things. Uh, and, and we just yeah we work with few companies that we trust that they that they will repay and, and we don't post more once it's sold out we ask them if they want more money then of course we, we post it but there is no um push for us just to post as much as possible no we rather post little but it's more to us it's yeah. more safer and you know
0: just from an investor standpoint and from a blogger perhaps um uh, i think it's better to have less less options because I see a lot of people getting into P2P, P2P lending as their first investment, or maybe it's their first time trying to understand how all this investment thing works. And they can they know they can invest a little amount, a small amount, so that the returns are good, so they give it a go. The problem is... If, if I may. Wait, yes, go ahead. Yeah, If I may.
1: Uh, so, this is a good topic you raised, and uh, I just, on Saturday, was in, um, like, investor conference here in, in Latvia, and uh, there was, I was running some uh, panel discussion, and so the product that we offer is quite similar to the bonds, right? But uh, at least yeah. in Latvia, in order to buy bonds, the minimum ticket, like, is 1,000 euros, but it's very f- few, usually it's actually 20,000 or 100,000, so it's very hard to get in, and even if you can, let's say, you, you, you have 1,000, right? But you have to pay commission to buy the bond, and then you have commission to sell. So it's very expensive, and and uh, but the documents, as I said, since we are like trading, you know, the platform, that we are the prospectus or the offer document is actually the same as as I said. The 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 banks that make these bonds, they work under the same MiFID 2 regulation. So actually, is the totally the same, and you can even actually, it's I will promote now. Introduce a bit you can do arbitrage because uh lemming did bonds right for this 13% coupon but they also listed in in mintos as a you know as a regular their product and it's higher rate so actually you can do arbitrage because it's you know the regulation and the documents are the same yeah just uh, different markets and there is this price discrepancies which in the future i'm sure will go down mm-hmm. yeah so this is what i wanted to add one thing and second thing also uh, we are now currently already testing and because uh, also many investors, I believe your investors, well too, the, uh, that uh, we do not have auto invest at the moment. Since we got regulation, we had to switch old version off. And now we will soon switch on the new one and we have completely reworked it. And uh, there is just one uh, one feature that I'm really happy about. I want to like uh, tell you. So I think it will be launched in uh, in two weeks because we are not testing a lot. If there are no major, you know, fails, then then yeah, it, it will go out. And uh, this is, again, what I lacked in previous companies I wrote that I want to make a product that I want to invest. And in. actually, let's say my mother even invests in this company as, as an investor, right? So uh, so I wanted to make sure that, you know, investing in general is like for two reasons. Either you want to accumulate your capital or you want to earn passive income. And then in order to earn, let's say, if you have apartment, you buy it, you rent it out, you get every month some, some money, right? And then, uh, so we have this... We will have in the auto-invest this option that you can click a button and you can get interest uh, payment to your bank without logging in the platform. Let's say you, you invest 20000 you don't need to go for one year to our platform. We will send you if you have clicked this option. And because uh, we, we pay also, different from other platforms, we pay interest on the last day of every month for all investments, doesn't matter in which companies, every month, every month, we pay all the interest. So yeah, at the end of each month, you will just get uh, you know this ping ping that you have the, in your bank account without doing anything. So this is something also that will be different, and we are actually very happy
0: about. Very exciting! Is this the first uh, platform to implement this? I haven't seen it before, as far as I yeah, know.
1: Yeah, I also haven't seen it uh, because of of course, for platform from platform's perspective, it is bad because your money goes out.
0: And, the, and NSS, you want them I, to look people. I would like to have a eh?
1: product that, yeah. But but uh, I would like to have a product that actually I like my would like myself, and I would like that there is you know no hassle. I just I invest and I get my money. I can use it and and that's it. Right. So
0: simple. Yeah, I I like that. Uh, just to finish off on what I was saying, uh, if you're investing say a hundred euro to test things out or a thousand, depends. It's all relative, right? people want to know what they're investing in so they're going to spend time maybe looking at what they're investing in which is what they should do but when you have a platform offering thousands of little loans like how can you and there's very few information about each loan right how can I judge you know I'm lending money to some guy who wants to buy a car somewhere so what (laughs) I know something but I don't know anything anyway so I'm gonna trust the platform. So in reality, I don't think it's it's a bad thing to have a limitation there, to three, or four big loan originators, and you trust the, the loan originators more than the individual loans. And uh, also, before we get into how you structure things, I'd like your opinion, because this is a question I get a lot. We're new to P2P lending. Where should we start from? And this is a question that relates into which is the most uh, secure or reputable platform, which types of investment, which countries maybe. So what? How do you see things? You already mentioned that consumer loans are not your preferred way of do, of of investing your money. I guess. So how do you? Yeah, see? this is, is for ir- me my yeah. preference right here. Yeah. But I think think it's uh... uh, it's what I just mentioned as well, lending money to the guy to buy a car or who knows. I prefer lending to a business personally as well. Maybe would you put real estate at the first place and then maybe what you're doing in the second place and so on? How do you see it?
1: I think it's uh, yeah. I would feel it's it's best that you invest first in the sector you understand the most. If you know something about real estate, you go with real estate. Let's say if you work in agriculture in on this sector, invest in the companies that work with agriculture and the and the uh, yeah the guys who work in the, is the you know food preparation and things like this. Uh, if you are for a finance sector, uh, most likely then you understand everything. Then you can you know choose uh, invest in us or in consumers and. Of course, if you want like to dig in and get more information, uh, then uh, consumer lending most likely will not be the thing because there's GDPR. You cannot, it's just impossible for you to get this information. It's illegal, actually. Um, and uh, it's important, yeah, just to read. And and regarding the license, of, I mean, if you want this security, of course, it's important. But I would say this is more important when you start, not investing 100 euros, but like more serious, like more once you're testing out, then you you must if you're testing out you're ready to lose anyway, so it may be even better to start just wherever you feel com- comfortable where you can like speak, where you know where the web page is in your language so that you understand everything, that you know you're not like what happened, so yeah. Uh, then I think what one important thing is track record, like how long is the platform like going on, right? So. And if the, you know platform is just started, then is the question okay? So it just started. Why do you think it will be successful? And There are you know platforms going for like from 2012, right? Some Bondora, Minto. I think is to 2015. So so mm-hmm. you know all this considered, and one uh, once you move past this, oh, I just tested out. I think it's important just to diversify because this again, as I said, this is this is a fi- instrument of you know investing. So don't put everything in one platform. It, it's just uh, stupid. It just put a bit everywhere in, in put. Because we are like as we promote debitum, we are number one in in business loans. But there are some good companies in consumer loans, some in agriculture, some in real estate. Just put a bit on every place, and then you know, then you are quite sure it everything will be fine. If you see something starts to happen with one company, then it makes sense, you know, to check what's happening in the industry, right? Is it just one company or it's whole industry then you can manage you know take out it's so not that in one day you are either winning or losing so it's yes yeah. i think this is the most important thing to diversify uh, and uh, yeah just always look around whether it's fair return because this is also important if real estate offers you double digits and on the same offers some consumer lending of course go for real estate because you know consumer in some indonesia you will never see this money if something happens Real estate, there is actually, there should be, you know, some real, you know, you can see the Google map where it is. I mean, if the, if this information is available, if it's not a scam, right?
0: So, yeah. so, so yeah. And we've seen those as well, unfortunately. I agree with you, yeah. I think uh, personally, I got into investing As some background about myself. I got into it to learn, especially the platforms. You know, I wanted to learn about real estate. I am not going to go out and buy an apartment to learn. So I wanted to invest in a platform, different types of real estate, and then I learned. I was interested in consumer lending. So I tried Mintos, for example, and, and you know I understood the different markets, the different types of consumers, business loans, the same thing. I find it very interesting as a process of learning as well. Even if, uh, so, so I'd rather say, as you said, invest maybe if you're new invest in different categories and see how they work rather than just picking 20 platforms randomly putting 100 euro on each i think you have to be a bit more selective so let's pass on to the the investments that you offer i think if we're i always refer to the website so people can also (laughs) refer to that while they're listening if we go to the loan originators page i think that's one good page to start with to to understand yeah this video
1: in the process of updating i'm sorry of that course. it looks so bad it's still from the previous <laughs> previous time we actually have redesigned it will be much better but yeah at the moment it is like it is yeah so
0: and which one you want you... to check I just uh, imagine a new investor, right? He will go to loan originators. Yes. He will see, okay, Evergreen Capital, Flexidea. There are different countries, just to understand, you know. So the, there are the loan originators, which are these that I just mentioned. They're from different. Yeah, these countries. are the ones
1: approved by the regulator.
0: So yeah. Excellent. And uh, just give us a brief overview of what happens. Let's pick one. Let's pick, you know, Triple Dragon from the UK, for example. Um, yeah all right so give us an overview for a a beginner right someone who's totally new has no idea what a loan originator is how does the process work
1: all right so so you know once once we company applies to us usually that we hey, we are the company we are doing this and that business we do the financial check whether you know equity is there how they are financed what is their product you know If everything is fine we send this information to the regulator if they accept then we can start working with the company and then how it happens is that triple dragon let's say they currently issue loans to the mobile game developers mobile video game developers i mean and they uh, lend money for some collateral and in their case it's it's that they see okay so this uh this developer have made a game let's say Vice city uh, or, or they made a the game for playstation and playstation the sony i mean yeah for the sony and they say, okay, we will pay you five hundred thousand euros once you finish you know this and this version of the game. So the the mobile developer, you know they need to pay wages, salaries, et etc for the office, you know then they borrow money from Triple Dragon and they provide as collateral this this contract with the Sony or some, with App Store or with Google Play, right And then they laid you know then then Triple Dragon checks, okay, there is you know five hundred thousand euros for the game. it's coming for sure, right? Then they can lend four hundred thousand euros, so there is some, you know, difference. They yeah. can make interest on this deal, you know. But then uh, Triple A says, "Hey, I'm." Uh, then you know, some some other company comes and they say, "Oh, I also very good company, and I de- developing game game in App Store, and I already have actually my game has been sold for two hundred thousand euros in App Store, but the Apple and Google they don't pay you every time somebody clicks on the you know in the screen to buy the game. They pay once in quarter or once in six months." So they say, okay, I will lend you money for the amount that you already have collected in your app store, but they don't. They don't have these two hundred thousand. So actually, they say, hey, uh, Henrys or Debitum, I will give you this contract for five hundred thousand, which we have with Sony, and I, let's refinance so I have money to actually lend to this other guy with with app store. So this is how it works, and then. Uh, Here in Debitum, we check whether these are like real contracts. We make sure they're like five different ones. So it's with App Store, with Play Store, you know, Amazon, whatever. Many ones. So it's more secure. We create financial instrument and place it on the platform. And then, of course, investors invest. And for only for the money that is raised, we send to the triple, like to the loan originator, in this case, Triple Dragon, so they can actually lend more money. So this money that is in the contract written that this money has to be used. For their operations they cannot use the money to take it out you know in the put in the pocket to pay dividends or something no it has to be used for the operations if they breach this agreement then of course we immediately have this right to stop uh sending money and we request to repay everything that has been uh misused
0: and then of course once
1: this uh investment ends then then uh, triple dragon has to repay Repay our investors. Of course, they transfer to our account, and then we credit each investor's account. And as I said, uh, we work in in a way that uh, we we're, we're like so. This financial instrument is it's like a bond with monthly payments. So you get monthly coupon every 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 month for the interest rate that you have. Of course, a uh, law can repay faster. As I told you, it sometimes happens when you know they have big investment from outside. They repay or they get cheaper money funding from the bank. And then of course they repay only interest for the period that they used the money for. And then you investors get all the money then back.
0: Very good. And I also wanted to stress that you have the zero percent default rate, which again I have I don't remember seeing this anywhere else. How did you again? I will that? be
1: again be transparent. I will be transparent. Yes, so I'll I know there's, there's, a, there's, a there is this, okay. there's a small line. There is this small line. There is uh currently two million uh, that are restructured in Ukraine due to the war. So the the loan, we had the loan were from Estonia that lend to many European countries, including uh, Ukraine. So we got back every, everything from all other countries. It was like six million and we got even one million back from Ukraine. But then, you know, the war started and they could not, you know, pay the payments. Mm-hmm. So what we did, we, since the company no longer lends out to anyone, because it was like two big parts. Part, We, like, uh, took them out of the picture, and we are now directly, uh, our sister company is, like, controlling this Ukrainian part. So there's no third party that, you know, the money would go through. It's just straight. And uh, we restructured so they actually can repay all the debt. Because what happened is one, it was a business company that lends uh, money for cars for businesses, like vans, tractors, you know, things like this. Uh, So there is collateral there is collateral so everything is fine there and and that's why actually it's not defaulted and but what happened uh, before the war there is in ukraine it was outside eu so they had import tax on the vehicles 35% in order now for europe to donate stuff of course you, they cannot pay tax so they removed this tax it means everything went down by thirty, you know the price for for all the cars everything went down and then of course uh, since the war started they cannot hedge currency risks anymore and, and, and the uh, Ukrainian Grim also went down so also this also led to decrease in the portfolio uh, and they uh, but they still have like some money accumulated you know and now after one I think one year approximately we, we saw that actually they can restart operations in in the Kiev you know this uh, far away from the Russia regions and uh, and with this small portfolio that they recovered because they were also we mandated them that they all the money they come, they put in separate account. They cannot touch it. They send all the time uh, these uh, screenshots or, or PDFs with the from the bank account, so we see how it's going. And then we agree that they can start using this money back in operation, so that it can go grow back to 100%. And it actually currently is going very well. They're doing better than planned before. So I think they will investors will regain everything. It will just be a longer time. But again, this is war in Russia. It's not company was good it's nothing they could do wrong. So we also did all the checks. So it just, uh, you know, force majority.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. But otherwise, yeah.
1: how can we do it? Is just uh, as I said, yeah, since we're working with the companies, we can, as I said, this process that we can get, there is no GDPR. We can get all information. Lots of information is public. We we know what are the company's clients uh, and what they do. And, and we just see their business model. We see how much they put for each euro, how much they ma- they make. And then we see whether our interest rate and the one is paid to interest investors, right? Does it, it's it's lower or higher? If it's, you know, lower then it makes sense to just keep uh, giving the money because I know they will earn money. And this is one thing. And second thing is that we have this collateral thing. Even if the company for some reason would fail, there is always some collateral in the form of some uh, property or some just claim or something. Or it's, uh, let's say we have the like flex idea, which works with invoices. So what they do is they they lend money to small companies. That how uh, to whom some large companies like post office, like national post, uh, the same Google, Apple have not paid something, uh, just not not paid for the goods or something. We control these invoices. Then if if they start stop paying, then then we just collect straight from these large big companies that and you know there should not be anything. So this is on the the way how we do it. And second final thing is that we since we do uh monthly monitoring and then there's by the by the law we are required as a related platform to do like every quarter like like more serious due diligence and you report and send to the bank uh, we always monitor what is the exposure do we want to increase it do you want to decrease it and uh, we have had two cases uh yeah it was actually before i joined that uh, the team said no I, this is too risky let's let's stop let's not send any more money so also, this is pre- preventive before it's too bad. We actually say, "Hey, now, now it's time to repay. No, no more exposure." So, I think this is the uh, key to success in this case.
0: Uh, as a maybe as a tech from a tech perspective, which is something that interests me, how important is technology and procedures when vetting all these opportunities and running everything? Is it a huge component of the business, or is it more of a manual human thing? To run such a P2p lending business and run it in a way that where you know you don't something doesn't just slip through it's everything's made sure that it's everything's in line month after month everything's operating you know all the statistics is it tech intensive or not
1: it's 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 both like because uh, let's say for this uh, annual not monthly reporting, of course, they need to send us email with concrete set of data. And this is manual, if they don't send, we ask them in, in the contract, there's written fines if they will not send us something right on time. And, you know, it just, this is some, some manual thing, but of course, you know, all this KYC, I this, we have like, we have a system that is used also by banks. This is actually, I mean, regulator could not tell us which system to use, but it was pointed very nicely if you could use this system for the for this part and of course internally we oh, I mean the debitum is IT platform right so, so mm-hmm. of course internally we have all the data we have you know also business intelligence to follow up every day what's happening where investors are investing you know where's the problem if and and of course well now we took over the company of course we are doing audit in each process so there will be improvements in customer registration we saw that something is not working properly the web page will be updated. There will be even more transparent. We have like normal laundry other page, where you can see there will be, we already filmed, there will be video of the owners of those laundry generators. They explain what they do. There will be like uh, annual reports, audited reports, that they have some presentations. So all this, you know, historics. So this is how we approach it. So it, it's both. I mean, this is manual thing to come up with it, you know, request the dogs. But of course, in the end, it's all put in the system and, you know, uh, for the track record, otherwise. You Know you cannot keep
0: in head uh, something, yes, yes, cool. And uh, so, you just highlighted a few things that are coming soon. What else could you tell us? Would you share about maybe what you're excited about for the future? Could be about the p2p lending sector in general, but also about the p itself and new features.
1: Yeah, so the most excited i know, about the auto and is that it will come back uh then uh, we'll do updates in in the invest page so you'll see like more bigger like with the pictures what it is about you know what's underneath it also inside when the, you click you'll sorry. see
0: they you have the they have any timeline for the auto invest just
1: yeah Once. so auto invest, i think so, since we're testing now already like uh, then i think uh in two weeks uh-huh. in production so very 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 soon we, it should be done within november cool. if Maybe even next week, we'll see. Uh, then and then uh, uh, after auto-invest is launched, the IT guys can look update the Invest page, loan register page. Also, the a bit web page will update so it's more transparent, understandable, easy to see. Uh, so this is one of the first top, like, this year we want to do. And then the next year, so we increase the share capital. We also will have secondary market because uh, I think this is must-have feature for for all investment platforms, right? <laughs> And then we are working for uh, for some like called deposit product that it's like, uh, you can, you know, very easy to get out. But again, this has to be approved with regulator. Uh, so this is working process. Um, then we are working again uh, with a company that we could help uh, companies that have stock options or share options with employees. Uh, we are trying to create some product for them that they can, you know, trade and share something like this. So, Lots of things in pipeline, but you yeah, know, Mox is at the moment so focusing on the auto invest and uh, visual updates. So it's transparent, easy to understand, easy to register, easy to use. So this is number one priority.
0: Yeah, I'm getting a the sense, next area yeah, again. I'm getting a sense that you're one of the most innovative platforms in the P2P lending space. And and I can see the excitement on your face. So that that's good. you know, I, I can see that you're excited about and in, in, introducing new things that haven't been done, which is also important for the p2P lending space because I think there was a time when everything kind of stopped, even with Covid and stuff. So I think it's good that platforms start introducing new things, educating, educating as as you also do the investors. And uh, yeah, so that's that's something I enjoy seeing as an investor thank you i think uh, one maybe last question was you you already mentioned some stuff but are there any tech things like ai that you think will be a big big thing in the p2p sector bring some changes like that everybody's talking about ai right now i'm also looking at how it will affect our business what i can do are you looking at at this sector
1: well, uh, at the moment, AI is just some guys who put c- certain, you know, queries, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> write write a code. So it's 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 not, uh, it's not it's not real AI. It's just something autom- automation of things. Uh, and uh, we use AI, of course, for some like uh, some small tasks. Let's say marketing. It's very very good, you know, quickly to. Uh, but uh, but uh, how it I think will what will these AI tools will do? There will be some most likely platform comparisons, maybe some tool that you can, in one place, see all your control, all investments, not from P2P, but, you know, in general, uh, like banks and real estates, you know, everything together. So, uh, in that sense, no, we are not uh, afraid because I said, like, in our business, it requires still this thinking and, and you know, structuring, then the technology does the technical part, you know, the piling up on, with certain codes and, and procedures, but the, But this creative part, it's still there. And I don't think AI will take over. I'm not saying it's a threat.
0: I'm saying it's an opportunity for many businesses. And that's how I see it. Um, For example, uh, do you provide any API? Or do you plan to provide some some kind of API for... Let's say I want to build a platform, my own platform, to monitor all my investments from all these platforms and import the data. Uh, So Debit...
1: Yes, so Debitum is used also by some investment funds uh, as a place where they put, you know, some part of their capital. So for them, we have created the API. Obviously, they, they, you know, have multiple investment opportunities. So, yes. And then, uh, again, it depends, like, for what you need, the API, and then how, how costly for us it's to build. And then we can just negotiate whether, you know, how we're going to build it or how. how Because it can be screen scraping. It could be, you know, di-
0: like, you know, full uh, implementation. So, so, yeah, it depends. And for regular users, there's also the option to download the monthly reports and stuff and use, maybe not minute by minute, but at least they'll have the, the moment when they download the report that they could then Yes, and now reports
1: house. are, again, MIFI repeat, they are the same. They follow all criteria, like that. if you would invest in your bank, you buy stocks, it would be the same information disclosed. So you can easily, comp- that's the idea that you can compare the products with, within the same rules and boundaries
0: mm-hmm. okay um that sounds great i don't know if they had anything else to add
1: i think it's fine and uh
0: hope, just let's just have a chat afterwards you know next year <laughs> when we already have done
1: <laughs> because this is i think once they prove that you will do something and then we can talk so I, I think we it was uh let's say in the summer where the shareholder change was not happening yet the, the this company sandbox which is our company also was not fully set up i said no no we don't trust you so we have now done these things we have proven that we didn't lie there so i think it's makes sense to catch up again when we launch you know what i said that we're gonna do we do it so you can see that we are uh, men of
0: the world <laughs> <laughs> men of the world so um so, uh, just so. like one then one final question for because i know that there are people who are listening to these interviews and reading the reviews as a way to get to start investing. So how would you, if somebody walks up to you and say, how do I start in P2P lending? I want to invest. I trust you. I like what you're saying. How do I start with Debitum? How do I educate myself a bit and then get going?
1: No, with Debitum, uh, another license platform is super easy. So you just register, it's take your ID, it scans. Also, from this KYC, as you mentioned, it's not so tough. You just need to prove your address. It can be phone, bill, whatever utilities bill. And and then uh, for starting, we don't ask you for your renting, you know, for the income, it's, you know, it's fine. And then you just, uh, you know, go to the loan originator's page, check what the company is doing, and then think if you want to invest in mobile gaming or in factoring or in real estate or in, I don't know, company that uh, gives loans to small companies like like shops and and things like this. So I think this is and then you just check track record, because also we have we don't have at the moment live statistics. We are actually working so that Power BI will work also in real time or or updating once in an hour, for instance. Uh, We'll see what was, you know, so that web page is not too slow. So you can check like how long this loan agenda has been in the platform. And it's in all, but they usually show if it's, you know, for three years and everything is on time sounds good if it's like first day maybe don't start with the company that's you know for one month in the platform that is something you know uh that's more more track record there right uh yeah i think that's that's the way to start track record yes. uh, and 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 one where do you would you like your money to be invested right and then maybe for some people it doesn't matter for some people just rate matters then you just sorted by the rate and invest in the highest rate right or for some it's duration like how long is it somebody wants to try with you know with you know short ones sorted by the short ones every normal platform offers this type of sorting and choosing there's no no issue so uh
0: yeah and or you just write to
1: us we will you can write to our support we are like very that's what i was
0: i was going to get to that because i forgot to mention that the website is in fact available in six languages That you can just choose from the drop down. So you have English, German, Spanish, French, Latvian, and Russian. And what about support? Is it also available in these languages? Support
1: is in English, but we understand that if you write in French Ah, or German, that's where you can introduce
0: AI. I found it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and also, if you go down on the you know, webpage in the in the very, very bottom, you can see, uh-huh. you know, LinkedIn, of course, Facebook, but there is Telegram groups. And one of the Telegram groups, one is just for news, if you want to be updated. Right. But uh, but other one is uh, for the chat. And in the chat, okay. it's usually I respond. So if you have some issue with registration or you don't understand with the bank or whatever, you can write. Usually, I will be the one to answer you because like, I know. The most in the company about certain things, especially for investor side. So yeah, this is we are very fast ones where we don't hide. There's nothing so transparent. You can ask any question. Of course, you cannot swear. You cannot okay. promote other platforms. You know things like this. But if there's question like I, you know, I, like like we had yesterday, I think somebody sent deposit. And they said, and it came back, bounced from the bank. So I called the bank and then theres okay, this country is in gray list at the moment. So, you know, you know, things, and things and things. So it's, you know, very fast to resolve, to understand. And then, yeah, so happy uh, to help. Uh, I think this is a good great tool, especially when you're starting out. Then you can, something's not clear. You can add, also, there are other investors, of course. You know, there, we have more than 100 users. They will also respond, hey, you do this or do that. Here you have fund this,
0: so. And it's open to anyone in the world or just Europeans? How does it work?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's open. Yeah, yeah, we're not... Uh, ah, the platform, yeah, we we only work usually with Europeans. Uh, we don't work with anything related to Russia. And if you are outside Europe, then for certain, we can do exception, but it depends. So it's it's then to the compliance team because there are certain rules we have to follow. And then if this person is outside Europe, but complies with the rules, we can work on and If not, then, then
0: not. All right. Well, thank you very much, Henrys. Um, we already thank mentioned you. where where people can read more. If you can, you can go to debitum dot network right now. But that will change to debitum dot investment. Yeah. Singular is it singular or no investments? investments I think investments? Okay, investments. Plural. That will come soon, probably. But obviously, I think you will redirect. On but the it will market. work.
1: It will be redirect. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all, and uh, yeah. Thank you very much for joining me and uh, hope to see all the developments we spoke about implemented during the, the next year. I'm looking
1: forward. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Thank you very much again. And yeah, please join. Thank
0: you.